0: Song
1: about sex. I hate that song so much. We've taken such a long hiatus and I still like hate yeah. that song so much. I listen to it probably that's four that's times that's more than we do <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. Yeah. About-
0: Sets! <laughs> I'm not burned out by it at all <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Let's Talk About Sets By gosh, this is sure going to be a swell show today <laughs> wow. About the wholesome, family-friendly art and science of stand-up comedy I am your put-out-to-pasture host, Jeff McBride
1: And I'm the funny one
0: Yep, this yeah. is my co co-host fresh young colt harrison tweed
1: i'm almost 30 but only to you <laughs> am i young so yeah. young and vibrant that he's still cleaning off his mother's amniotic fluid oh my goodness Jesus Christ! <laughs> i think i have much more intense crow's feet than you <laughs> which is why I just quit smoking y'all oh wait jeff doesn't get to make fun of me on air about smoking all the time now that's great this is great this is a new me I'm the healthy so one. So this week's theme. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this week's theme is clean, uh, with our guest Stephen Rogers. And like my lungs, yeah. <laughs>
1: no, you haven't been
0: quitting that long.
1: If you did, if you couldn't tell before this podcast started, I was annoying Jeff with getting him off subject. So I'm yeah. continuing that bit.
0: Yep, yeah, it's super fun. Uh, <laughs> let's uh, uh, keep recording. So, <laughs> well, all right, let's get started. All right. The, this week's theme is. Clean. <laughs> 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 Hi, Stephen Rogers. Hey. hey, thanks for having me. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's good to have you on the show. Let's get started with a fresh new bit by the legendary clean comedian Bill Cosby. Uh. <laughs> it's called "Toothpaste in Prison" off oh, his new album "OJ and Me." <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have that on
2: vinyl. Uh, <laughs> came on vinyl really quickly. <laughs>
1: really now the limited- raping. My butt, <laughs> I made a shift.
0: <laughs> uh, okay, so let's not play that. Uh, right. <laughs> and instead, we're going to listen to Brian Regan. <laughs> <laughs> it's off of his album "Standing Up," and it's called "TV Shows."
3: I like watching golf on TV, and I read recently. This is true. NBC Sports on their golf telecast, they got caught putting in bird noises for ambience. Birds aren't even there. And a bird lover called him on it because he was hearing a bird that was not indigenous to where the tournament was being held. Wow. Can you imagine being the guy who had to field that phone call? Uh, yeah, sports department. Uh, yeah, hi. Hi. <laughs> 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 Listen uh, Does this sound right to you? <laughs> 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 No, that don't. I don't, I, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, apparently you don't. Yeah, I guess I'm supposed to believe the blue-breasted willow has decided to alter its annual migratory route to enjoy a little golf. What? Maybe for that region you should try... Okay.
1: He's very good at I that. I get
3: it. I got one. <laughs> you
0: have
3: to admire that guy. You have to admire him. You're not gonna slip a chirp past him. What the hell was that? <laughs> please tell me I did not just hear that. Please, please tell me this is not happening to me today. <laughs> I wish he would have handled it differently I wish instead of calling he would have snuck in there late at night and pulled out that bird tape you know and stuck in another animal track and no one would even know until it's going out live Um, Ernie L <laughs> is looking at about a 10 foot putt here this is <laughs> this is a downhill putt it's going to break a little bit to his left and he is focused
1: oh my god wow yeah Yeah. that's right thank you Oh, well, why did you pick that
2: bit? Oh, my (laughs) God. It is literally one of my favorite jokes of his. Nobody knows it either. It drives me nuts.
0: Oh, I love it so much. Why this bit in particular? I I have a million things to say, but I'd rather listen to whatever shit comes out of your mouth. (laughs) I love it because, uh, one,
2: it's like, no, it's so easy, even if I was presented with that premise, to make the guy the victim to just totally tear into the guy, make uh-huh. him a moron, make him an idiot. Uh-huh. Oh, what kind of losers just like mm-hmm. fact-checking bird noises? Mm-hmm. But Brian takes it and goes, "No, that's something that guy's so passionate about." How? Let's hear how angry he must have been. Yeah. And let's put it, let's hear this guy's perspective. Let's give this guy the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. And sh- show you, oh yeah, this guy would be furious. And like to make this this hypothetical conversation, the, the, all through noises. Also, mm. there's like not many. There's a few. And the written skill p- level of the noises he can
1: oh, make, man, it's unbelievable.
2: It's not something you often hear him do either. So you're. Yeah. It's like it's not one of those where you're like, oh, he's gonna do that thing again. Uh-huh. It's not a normal formula of his. It's just beautiful, and, like, the noises are also original. Mm-hmm. Like, the bird noises are not, like, typical. Like, <laughs>
0: the turkey, which I'm pretty
2: sure that's a Yeah, turkey. that was an amazing yeah. turkey. Oh,
0: my God. I, I, you, you called it beautiful, and I I, I I would I would hazard to say it's almost as beautiful as the blue-breasted whippoorwillow. Yes, <laughs> yeah. I agree with that, Yeah, which I don't think is a real bird,
2: <laughs> uh, but also proves my point. I don't know, but that guy does.
0: Like, it's just, like... Amazing. He puts you so solidly in that guy's shoes. Yes. Um, And that is one of the. Gifts of stand-up comedy yeah. is, it, is it gives us all these other perspectives We wouldn't otherwise even consider
1: Right I also think his comedy is Never making fun of someone else he makes fun Of himself and he was like yeah. I'm an idiot He's the he's only victim in his act But I think that's why people bring Their kids to him because it's not Only funny and clean like In terms of subject matter and and what. It, but it's also positive comedy Right 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 um, and also teaches you To laugh at yourself but not at others Yeah
0: and I think this is an element of Clean comedy He's making fun of the situation Yes As opposed to A specific human being Right um, And that is Like, like It's it's uh, there's, there's nothing Really demeaning No In, in what he's
2: doing And like mm-hmm. you said It would be really easy To do that When I hear that bit It's like some girl w- makes you want to be a better man. That joke makes me want to be a better writer. Oh, I just, yeah! I was like, yeah. oh, I thought
0: you were gonna say oh, that joke Brian. makes me want to be a be a better man. Brian makes me want to be a better man. <laughs> the, the things
1: he memorized. In yeah. that, like the wor- the words he used, it, it was like the perfect, like word use, oh, yeah. and then the sounds, like everything that went into it. Like I don't know how many times he did you this bit. You have before. to admire that guy. You can't slip a chirp past him. Yes, yeah, slip a chirp. Slip yeah. a chirp.
0: It, it's it's got all the plosives in it. Those slip a chirp. It's it. And, and <laughs> it's so it's That's, funny in itself.
2: My favorite part of the bit, which is, you, you're at home watching a guy, tea, doing a putt. And all of a sudden you hear this howler monkey going yeah. berserk. But the golfer doesn't react yeah. at all. <laughs>
1: the, the visual the element. The visual
2: is so beautiful. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. that he mm-hmm. And like you see the guy not rea- – I hear – every time I hear it, I see the guy just hit the ball and nothing. He reacts at, not at all. And this <laughs> – just a <laughs> massacre of animal noises going on in the background.
1: It's so great. I've noticed something about Brian that I think is, is super. It's it's something also on Dan Cook's first few albums and, and Eddie Murphy's old, his first album. Yeah. Which is bits that I can tell are mind blowing live and like when you're watching them that come through in audio only as oh, well. Oh, sure. This is, I'm sure what he's doing with his body is so funny. And I'm, but like he's so funny in the way he's describing it verbally and with these noises that I'm almost picturing him doing it in all these ways that are just as satisfying as like seeing myself.
0: Even just his reactions to things, which is just, wow. Mm. Yeah. When the the, the guy on the bar, wow. (laughs) Later when he's, uh, I wish. Yes. I, I wish he handled it differently. That framing. I wish. I love that framing because the moment you say, I wish, then all of a sudden you're in, you you, you can create anything you want. And yeah. you're
1: with the audience. Yes. You're, you're like, I'm like you guys in that I have big dreams. <laughs> Even if it's in the context of a small dream, I'm not... I'm not the man I want to be completely. Oh,
0: I'm not saying that. Uh, that's not oh, what I'm saying.
1: Maybe uh, I have a subconscious yeah, yeah, read yeah. on you it. You just told us you want to be a better man. Yeah. It <laughs> yeah. makes this, me want to be.
2: On this
0: you want to be a man thing. Yeah, 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 I want to be a man at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm a boy. I'm a boy. <laughs> no, no, no. What I meant uh, was um, as a device to get into... Um, uh, fun, absurd, silly kinds of things to paint a picture. When you say "I wish," it's very similar to when you say "If I were in charge of blah blah blah." Yes. Uh, yeah. Or Ooh. why didn't this guy do this instead? Yes, yes. Because then you're no longer limited by to the thing that you that actually happened. Now all of a sudden you're in the playground of your mind, and you can do anything you want with it. Mm. And I love, I love that device. Yeah. I wish is just it's such a huge, um, and it's also. Kind of uh, in a way, it's it's sort of it's positive.
2: Yes, mm.
0: you're, you're like I wish it went like this. would yeah. it be more fun? Yeah, if it went like this. Yeah, yeah. and then he gets to, he gets to create this whole thing where the guy sneaks in. Yeah, and sabotages with bird noises. Yeah, and <laughs> even the
2: guy that he's putting us the the bird guy. There's an opportunity for if like you could just have them call up and curse the ESPN out. For the mistake that they're making, but he's like, you know what you should have done for that region is this noise. Even that guy's being helpful in this joke. He's furious. Yes. But he even the way he presents his argument is... Constructive, yeah. which I like too,
0: <laughs> and like like the way they're having basically different conversations in this yeah. is great. Where he's, he says uh, he's like, "Does this sound right to you?" And he yeah. does the sound. Yeah, <laughs> the I guy love goes, that. "I don't know what you're talking about." And he goes, "Yeah, yeah apparently."
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's a great, yeah, yeah. that's I, a great character trait too. Yes. It's like you've you've painted a picture of a guy I know. Yeah, <laughs> like he doesn't maybe not knows birds, but is like that about other things. Could be trains. So yeah, yeah, yeah. totally. Could be <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, of course <laughs> it's Now comedy. let's get to those
2: calls we were going to make
0: uh, <laughs> <laughs> What comedian would you call up And be like, hold on a second <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, apparently <you> don't.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I also love, as a side note How much fun he's having yes. During this bit He's he laughing through it Almost breaks yes. a few times And that makes me I'm like, oh, my God, he loves this joke as much as I do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's important for that last part. For him not to break and he still almost does mm-hmm. when he's about to do the reveal of this new animal track
0: i love jokes like this you know he's gonna make an animal sound yes everybody knows what's gonna happen but they don't know how it's gonna happen oh yeah and so it's it's like a i call those orgasm jokes yeah where, uh, yeah you yeah. know what the end is yeah
2: you know what's gonna happen you don't know how great it's gonna be you don't know like the intensity or yeah. anything i've never had an orgasm but that if I imagine, <laughs> I imagine that's what they're like. Uh, but like he, Wait. I'm joking. I know you're joking, <laughs> oh, okay, but the but way you said, you said it almost joking. was so sincere. Oh was, yeah, you delivered it didn't sincerely, break. and that it was, was even better. <laughs> yeah, I I just love because, like you said, they don't know. They don't even know what animal noise. Yes, because he says animal track, and it's just like, oh, where's it gonna go? And even if you thought of a better animal, which I doubt, you still no matter what what animal you went to you're like oh no he picked the right animal he definitely mm-hmm. he had the right animal the whole time <laughs> it was it's amazing
0: so this is clean this yes. is a this is a, a squeaky clean for sure joke oh yeah and i would argue that it touches on one of the topics of clean that is most common frustration yeah frustration is one of the easiest clean angles to take
2: yes mm-hmm. for sure
0: and then also absurdism because uh, it is, <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah it's, extreme. it's absurd. The very idea of him being angry about it—it's mm-hmm. absurd that he would that he would go to the length of like calling. It's a, it's intensely absurd that he would then sneak break into a place to then. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, right, right. Yeah, it's all it's all uh, it's, it's all totally absurd.
2: Yeah, and that is pretty safe. He, and you know what's great is he doesn't even say break. I just realized that when you said it, he doesn't even say he should He should have broke in and put in another animal track. He says, "Sneak in." yeah. Mm. so even in this, Brian doesn't want to cause any fictional damage. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Oh, they are going to have to sweep up all that
0: glass. <laughs> we, we should sneak in. Let's break this down into clean words versus clean content. Right uh,
1: Stephen, actually, uh, we haven't mentioned that Stephen opens for Brian. Yes. Quite a bit. And yeah. I actually was wondering, because we've been talking about how he doesn't want to hurt anyone, he doesn't want to cause any fictional damage. Yeah. To, yeah. Uh, uh, when he's doing crowd work in a live show, because... A lot of comics, comics rely on, even if it's just playful jabs, like some form of crowd work where the audience member becomes the butt of the joke mm-hmm. in some way. It doesn't have to be mean, per right. se, but it is like, ah, aren't you silly? Yeah. What is his crowd work like? Have you have you noticed there's like a ways well, he does it? and that's...
2: Well, well, we're doing a theater. Uh-huh. So like-
1: They're the too far one, down?
2: <laughs> the one benefit of the theater is- the heckler just by heckling is become the victim because they're probably gone as soon as they yell something. Yeah. Uh, a the- there's ushers everywhere. Have you it- seen that
0: happen? I've never seen anyone get kicked out, but I've The also context been... is different too. Yeah. Because the amount of money you pay to go sit in a theater. Oh, the audience so hates them different. immediately. And uh, if you're in a, if you're in a comedy club, there's somebody bringing you drinks. There's mm-hmm. like it's a it's a different context. But if you're sitting in a theater, you're almost getting s-
1: heckled by the environment. I've had <laughs> in two a a club. instances
0: yeah.
2: where I've been heckled, opening for him. Uh, and was it by Brian? <laughs> yeah, <it's>, he's <laughs> like my I'm, turn, Steven. He's like I'm training you. <laughs> <laughs> it's for the real world. Uh, uh one time, somebody I was doing it. Uh, I had mentioned earlier that uh, I was doing a joke about bug spray, you know, really edgy stuff. <laughs> and then later, I started talking about how I was in a relationship, and some a woman shouted, "What's his name?" Mm. You know, that's the, the stereotypical. Yeah. Oh, oh, let's make him. Uh, let's you know, because gay being gay, gay is a bad thing, apparently, mm-hmm. uh, and. Uh, so I was like, man, I wish I had a bug spray for that. And then immediately I had an applause break. And oh, she, that's hilarious. She shut up.
0: In the context of performing in theaters, yeah. what, is, what is clean in terms of words? I mean, obviously no swear words at no, all. I, I, that's, but that's already, there's
2: assumptions there. What are the swear words now? Because it depends right. on where you are. I don't think ass is, in reference to your, the body part, uh-huh. is, in my opinion, can be clean. Uh, yeah. I used you don't to, think it can or you think it can? I, my opinion,
1: it's queen. Oh, okay. Um, not the hole though, right? We're not talking that's holes. That's the thing, yeah. I've I th- noticed that in, in TV shows. Yes. When they bleep it out, it's like ass, like it will bleep out the hole. I think as pole. soon
2: as you get to the, I don't know why, but it's like, <laughs> I guess this is just a silly thought I just had. You can have, a you your ass is always visible. You can, you have pants on, there's, you, there's your ass. Yeah. So you take your pants off, your ass is there. But an asshole, you'd have to take your pants off and visibly, like, your present cheeks. your asshole. So, are yeah. you
0: trying to say that it's it's in this, the 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 set of privates in the set of privates? Yes. <laughs> okay, got it. Yeah, I mean, wow, like, you're
2: learning so much today. Like, I don't have any asshole jokes, but <laughs> now I know that I would have to have presenting in the the sentence. <laughs> uh, but uh, I think I've done like. Uh, got my ass kicked or mm-hmm. oh you know like that kind of that, he's an ass does that work i think that's fine yeah. but like here's the thing about clean which will i'm sure we'll keep hitting on is you're it's always it's as vague of a definition as it, me saying well that's nice because mm-hmm. someone go well i don't think that's nice Mm-hmm. Like, well, I think it's nice. And then you can argue over if you think something's nice or not. That's yeah. the same thing with clean. Everybody has their own definition, uh, but you have to go for the majority.
0: Right. And, and clean comedy typically refers to the values that are held by the moral majority. Yes. Correct? Of course. Right? Yeah. Right. So if I'm doing a room
2: where, uh, if I'm doing a Brian Regan show, there's kids. And there often are kids, like, in the front row. How old are the kids? Like Eight. They're, eight, they're that young. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the requirements are 8 and above, but nothing between 8 and 21. Uh, that's a dumb joke. Let's please get rid of that. Uh, oh, no, 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 uh, that's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> so clean. Yeah, that's the problem. If I added some swear words, that might have been great. Uh, no, but uh, yeah, there's kids all the time. So I avoid swear words. I avoid every swear word that you can't say on television. Which are what now? I think all the Carlin seven words still apply. To my to my knowledge, but I think you could say, I think he's tits. I oh that
1: I don't know. Tits is a, an objectifying word. So given a certain context, if like a woman says it, like my tits, in that context, that sounds fine. I think, I don't think most I would people ever say tits. Yeah, but I don't think we can say tits on TV, right? Like her tits, unless we're like it's the tits, then we could maybe say it.
0: Uh, yeah. So you're performing for kids. And you've avoided curse words. Yes, Um, for sure. That's within the definition of clean in that environment. In that environment, for sure. But if you go to, uh, if you go play to to college, they probably would be, they would be saying the same thing. I want you to work clean. They'd be kind of say. they wouldn't say it like that, but they are saying that. I want you to work clean. Here are the things we don't want you to talk about. Right. Right. This is my version of clean, which is don't say faggot don't say yeah. like there's like a mm. host of things that are not that might even be okay yeah for a moral majority it, audience.
1: It's kind of like the Namesh Patel incident at Columbia where Namesh Patel, he opens for Aziz Ansari and he's also just a great seller comedian and he and he also wrote on uh, I believe SNL's um on S- he, I think he writes for SNL. But he went to Columbia and he got told to leave the stage by the produ- producers mid-set because he has a bit where he mentions that gay black people exist in society. Okay. Like just the mention of and he's India. It's out of control, the that's, whole story. That's, uh, but that, that's but that is someone's version of clean. So, so, and
0: I would say that clean humor is a way of labeling what's acceptable. Yes. Uh-huh. And that dirty is a way of labeling what's unacceptable. Mm-hmm. And what's acceptable yeah. and unacceptable changes depending on the customs and values of the place uh, that you're performing. Right. So, in the context of
2: a Regan show, mm-hmm. you got children. Don't don't curse in front of the child in front of children. I mean, how are you going to individually poll how many k- parents swear in front of their kids? That's impossible for each show. Also, Brian doesn't swear. A, b- a big thing with being an opener where you have to be clean is you should probably just follow the guidelines that your headliner has. Mm-hmm. You can't be dirtier than your headliner. That'd mm-hmm. be kind of insane because mm-hmm. uh, they're there for the headliner. Uh, but I've had in boston my which, god i want to see that
3: i want to
0: go to see they were like
2: oh, i've seen it oh my oh, god and then god. just like
0: the whole audience like what is going on yeah <laughs> 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 when is brian coming this <laughs> is the
2: nightmare before you wake up <laughs> in this whole set it's uh i've but in boston i was opening for him at the wilbur and a woman covered her son's ears during my set so interesting which has still to this day affected wow. me mentally. Still- uh, I'm still a little miffed about it. What was the bit you
1: did that made her do that? It's a joke about pot,
2: B- and, marijuana. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I, as soon as I hit the buzzword, so drugs are dirty, depending on where you are. Depending on where you are. Yeah. I mean, and depending on how deep you are willing to go into the process of your subject. Yeah. So if I'm talking about drugs, uh, in front of For for me That particular joke In order for it to work I have to mention The drug Mm -hmm. And that's As far as it goes Yeah In that set And the mom heard The drug and covered her kid's
0: ears immediately. And the kid was, of course, like, "I want to hear this so bad now." <laughs> and,
2: I just
3: <laughs> and, they, yeah. and now that kid's a drug addict. Yeah. And now yeah. that <laughs> can, <laughs> That is the BS <laughs> yes, Exactly.
2: Yeah. It's it's uh it, it's unfortunate. And here's the thing. And I was paranoid. And I got off stage, and I was like, "Oh my god, I'm not clean enough for Brian. I've been doing this mm. joke in front of him forever. Is he not wanting to tell me?" Mm-hmm. And then he, I told him off stage, and he laughed. He's like, "Oh, that's silly." That is funny. so like it's. And you're like, it's <laughs> silly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I unpacked my bag. <laughs> oh, I could stay.
1: Me and some other comedians had a, the opposite thing happen the other day at a show where we were all doing. We were all waiting to go up, mm. and there was a baby in the audience. A baby, <laughs> uh, you know the the people that definitely don't decipher different words. Of course. And the producer came up to us and was like, "Don't curse. There's a baby. It's like <laughs> an infant." And then the mom was like, "You can curse. Yeah, it's okay." Yeah. She Even was like, I don't know why he's telling you not to curse. You can curse. It's a baby. You know know
0: the 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 root of infant means can't talk. That's literally (laughs) what it means.
2: But then the baby was
1: like, hey dude, drug jokes. (laughs) (laughs) But that's (laughs)
3: weed. Oh god, you just gave her (laughs) me
1: so funny. That was incredible. Um yeah, it was it was very strange. And it was like you're cleaning this up more than like Logic would suggest you would ever have well, that's to That's an
2: interesting That's a, a tell of where that person's Definition of clean lies
0: y- The mom has to be like you're telling me I can't hear the word shit, and I touch it every day? Yeah.
3: <laughs> oh, there we
2: go. I'm going to have to change it in between comics.
1: I just gave you an under-the-table applause break for that, because <laughs> I wish that was said that I'm day. i you explained it, because I could just see what you were doing. And- oh, just look like I was double-fisting double, <laughs> yeah. double fisting yeah, myself. Yeah, clean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, no.
0: Let's do a few quick plugs. Uh, Steven, you have a podcast titled panic attacking yes uh it's
2: really fun i do it with andrew Chavon, who's another very funny comedian and uh i got the web like uh i've got the episodes on my website and we're on instagram and twitter we're on spotify and all that stuff itunes great what's it what's the gist uh we kind of cover just whatever we're both very anxious people so we just talk about whatever the hell freaked us out most recently, and we kind of dissect it and make fun of it. And then also uh, it's
1: like Tuesdays with horror stories, it's
2: kind of uh, unfortunately it is similar, uh, except it's more panic than it is. Uh, it is we're less successful and more anxious. That's uh, basically the tagline. And yeah, then, I was going to say, is
0: that the iTunes it, subtitle? It might as well be.
2: Uh, and then uh, listeners will write in things that make them anxious and we'll dissect it and talk about how it affects us. Cool. Yeah, cool. It's a lot of fun.
0: Oh, and how often does it come out? Uh, it's on. Uh, it comes out every Monday. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. And uh, get some dates for us? Uh, yeah. Just check my uh, website because it's constantly, uh, thankfully, updating. Head on over to Stephen's website. That's stephenrogerscomedy.com. The yes. link, of course, will be in the show notes. Thank you. And you can follow Stephen. Stephen. At, on Instagram at not Steven Rogers. Not Steve Rogers. Not Steve Rogers. Yes. You can find Steven Rogers yes. on Instagram at not Steven Rogers. Twitter is <laughs> not Steven Rogers. <laughs> it's, no,
1: not Steve Rogers. Not Steve Steve Rogers is Captain America. I quit Oh, yeah. I, <laughs> no,
0: I
2: like it. This is yeah. like who's on first. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
2: so,
0: yeah, not Steve Rogers. Yes. He's Stephen Rogers. Yes. But he's not Stephen. He's uh, not, not Steve, Steve Rogers. Rogers. Yeah. Got it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's the
2: only reason that's the my handle is for this reaction.
1: His handle will be in the show notes. <laughs> <laughs> Copy and paste it to Instagram. Oh, I I uh, it's the most airtime my Twitter's gotten, <laughs> yeah. so I like it. By the way, uh, I just
0: set up as sort of like a give back to Tony Brooklyn, the headliner on my, the, yeah. on my tour. I was like, Let's, you got you need a website. So I just kept looking, kept looking, kept looking, and then finally I was like, I got it. It's 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 got to be Tony because that and so his email will be email at Tony <laughs> He fucking loves it. That's really funny. <laughs> What's That's your email? Great. Email at Tony What? <laughs> That's really
3: funny.
0: And then Facebook is SR Comedy and uh, any other any other dates or anything else you want to plug? Uh, no, yeah, just check my website and it'll it'll keep updating.
2: Um, I got nothing, uh, like big that I'm, uh, I'm just staying trying to just so featuring... No. Yeah
0: Okay, okay. Nothing uh,
2: huge yet So yeah Let's we'll it all of this part I love.
0: Out. I love that You're like Well nothing really huge I mean I'm open for Brian Regan All over the place and, yeah. And so, oh, yeah To like anybody else but Anybody, that's, like, yeah, I, anybody that's going Is
2: I, going for him I know so.
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah Not us We would go and for And staying
1: you. for you Yeah Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, Okay cool And then let's do A few plugs of our own So yeah. uh, Harrison has a Shitty podcast Was it Fucked Hard Boy?
1: Yeah Fucked yeah. Hard Boy yeah. No I gotta I, I guess that's coming out uh, Sometime soon uh, I'm sorry I can't give you an exact uh, date, but it's going to be called Fuckboy anonymous. And um, both these gentlemen will be guests on it. Nice. <laughs> um, it's uh, we talk about fuckboys in all aspects of life. Uh, Steven and Caitlin are coming on with Rufat to talk about fuckboys in sports. Yeah. Uh, I think that'll be really fun. Also, I wanted to plug someone. He was, he's a, uh, Unbelievable cartoonist for Mad Mag or the formerly for Mad Magazine, which uh, RIP as of uh, I believe a week and a half ago. But Dalton Vaughn is an incredible cartoonist. He did uh, the uh, promo art, and I just wanted to plug him because he does wonderful work. He does it for a great rate, and he's so easy to work with. I've never had so much fun just like kind of like art directing with someone. Uh, Look up his Instagram again, that's Dalton Vaughn. You can also go to daltonvaughn.com. Yeah. And that's the, uh, the artwork for your podcast. Art, yeah. Artwork for my podcast. Cool. Nice. Referred and- by Jason Chatfield, who uh, did our artwork. Who's amazing. Yes. Uh,
0: okay. And then I have a tour. You can just find out the dates by going to jeffmcbride.com forward slash shows. Again, that's jeffmcbride.com forward slash shows. What are the questions that you get when being booked to work clean?
2: If you're going to work clean, don't assume if it's if you're not someone that w- often works clean and somebody books you and says, "Hey, you have to be clean for this show." Don't go in assuming uh that your definition of clean is everybody else's. Ask, "Hey, what what kind of what's your audience? What kind of audience are you expecting? Are you expecting kids? Mm. Uh how old are do you know the age range? Mm. Because the older you get, you might get more conservative. Yep. And the producer's definition of clean doesn't necessarily re- reflect the audiences. Absolutely. Uh, oh. cause, and that's the situation with Aziz's opener went through. Uh-huh. I bet you that audience was fine with
1: but with the, the reference. He said yeah. people came up to him. He said people followed him to his next spot and were like, we wanted to see the rest of your act. Yeah. So they just like came with him.
2: So it's unfortunately, sometimes you have somebody in power that uh, thinks everybody sees clean as my definition of clean oh, yeah. and therefore... Mm-hmm dictates your act. There's blinders on. Blinders, your audience doesn't hear certain jokes because one
1: person didn't want to hear them. There's all that lore that we get about Elvis Presley when he was starting, which was that they had to cut him from the waist uh, up. They had to make sure they couldn't show his hips or anything underneath because oh, at was- the time on Ed Sullivan's show... It was too sexual to just gyrate your hips a little bit. When yeah, you I got danced. I got
2: kicked off a, a club weekend because I was gyrating on stage. And uh, really,
0: no, wait, oh no, <laughs>
1: But it just it makes me think it was like, well, I mean, he's he's having that happen uh, at that same time. I guess Lenny Bruce is getting arrested yeah, for yeah. even talking about the right. government. Is that what he was doing? Like, yeah. it's crazy that these things change like this, and we don't know how absurd it was that we cared until, like, 20 years later.
2: There, there's never going to be a universal definition of clean.
0: Yeah, this is – the more we talk about it, the more I just – this is one, probably one of the fuzziest subjects. I would say one
1: shower on. a week, you're good.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I, oh. I'm sure you'd say yeah. that. I can't that is believe i a dirty comic
1: now. That is a disgusting clean joke. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Clean comedy is not just annoying to us as performers, right? <laughs> because are like being forced to work clean, or of course the the fact that you can get more work as a clean comedian. That's, it's not just that. There's a reason for it. Mm. Uh, it, 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 it. There's like an accessibility aspect, right?
1: Yeah, you can do it. You can do it for religious people. You can do it for children. You can do it for yeah. old people that are mm-hmm. just like I don't know. I don't like swear words at all. And then like, like Cosby's but, out of jail. Yeah. <laughs> Cosby. Yeah, yeah. Cosby just lives in Texas now because he likes the laws more. Um but uh but uh it's yeah, I just think clean comedy allows if if someone can do clean comedy, can do it in a way that's genuine with them, like like Gaffigan, Tignataro, uh Regan, um meh, Cosby, uh Seinfeld, uh there's just Bargazzi. Mm-hmm. There's so many comedians that you can like Bring, you it's like, hey grandma We're gonna go see comedy How many comedians can you say that And also, you could bring me Some derelict fucking asshole That talks about uterine lining In their gums (laughs) (laughs) And I'll fucking love Jim Gaffigan's bit About a tostada Of course It's there's, it's like a, it's harder than anything. And every year I do stand up, the more I appreciate people like Gaffigan, Regan, and Seinfeld because they can do this. And I'm like, how are they doing this? I can barely make this yeah. bit work for people in Murray Hill. <laughs> right, right. They're almost like me. They just wear polo shirts. <laughs> like they're almost, they look like me. They know all the references and they just, like, these people are on another level. I don't get it. People love an escape. And clean comedy,
2: for the most part, but all comedy, in my opinion, is an escape. But clean comedy is an easier escape. It's a safe bet. Mm-hmm. Like you said, you can be like, like if I'm just started dating somebody and their parents are in town mm-hmm. and I'm supposed if I'm in charge of entertainment that night and I know nothing about them, mm-hmm. I'm better off taking them to Gaffigan mm-hmm. than I am to Burr because I don't know where you're your Political. beliefs are yeah. your priorities are i know nothing so i think it's safer to watch somebody joke about pop tarts mm-hmm. than
0: it is abortion and i would say although both of them pop out yes like no that was horrible
3: yeah. why did i say that was
0: clean though yeah. Yeah.
1: that was clean <laughs> you could take that to a kindergarten yeah. that was great <laughs> We know Brian Regan and Bill Burr, they co-headlined at at a point, just like a few shows. they did. And it would flip-flop between, like, whose shows went better because, like, more of their audience came. Mm, Right. And you'd argue that, like, well, if more of uh, Burr's audiences come... Brian's probably gonna do better if it's inverted. Because Brian is is not gonna offend any of them. Right. They're not gonna be like, Oh my god, how dare he be totally clean yeah, and nice course. to everyone? Mm-hmm. Like they're just gonna be like, Oh, this is a different form of comedy. Whereas Brian's audience was seeing Bill Burr be like, and fucking women, these fucking brats. Yes. Like just like, of he'd be like Oh, yeah. wow. Jesus Christ. i you know Yeah, I think I have soccer practice tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah,
2: I think um, my favorite clean jokes and my favorite. There's a lot of uh, jokes of birds that are clean. There's a lot of jokes of everybody's that are are clean. Also, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. my favorite clean comics or or clean jokes are when somebody later can tell you it's clean and you're like, "Oh yeah, it is." Oh um, yeah, where you don't notice. Mm-hmm. I think that's my favorite type of clean comedy ah. and the kind I kind of strive for is and I've gotten the compliment a few times which is thank god is you, it's not shoved in your face that it's clean.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: And that in of itself is almost a judgment.
0: I don't like the this is better clean is better vibe. I have heard a number of comedians say that clean comedy is superior comedy. What do you right. think about that? I just dis- I disagree. Why? Uh because I think Dave
2: Attell is hilarious. Yes. Uh and I think uh Burr is hilarious and I think why what's what's silverman she's like yeah yeah silverman like uh doesn't matter a joke if it's funny is funny Mm -hmm. just because i didn't just because uh this joke i don't have to change it to put it on like well that's a good point if you have to change it to put it on tv and take away the funny so by making it clean, then yes, clean is superior because get, you get to hear the original mm-hmm. version and it was always clean. So it's, you're hearing the joke the way it was meant to be told. Yeah. But if you clean up a dirty joke, obviously it's not as, as funny. Oh.
0: So, but it, it, It's sort of like amusement park rides. Yeah, like 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 a roller coaster needs to be a little scary, of course, in order for it to be exciting and yeah. fun. Mm. Um, one of those lo- like one of those rides where you're just kind of going through and you see things that are kind of fun and whatever. I don't yeah, Pirates like, of the like, Caribbean. Like,
1: yeah, or whatever, they don't you know. don't
0: need to be scary, right? In order and so it's sort of like that, like. It, there's there's something really fun about being dirty. It's yes. fun to cross taboo. It's fun to at, at least dance the line yes. yeah. and it's fun to go over it too. Yes, there's, it's fun. And so some jokes require that and there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing to wrong me. with it. I agree with to it 100%. Me. However, the argument that I think they're making is um it's superior because it takes more skill, that it's harder yeah. to do clean comedy. I think that's right. the argument they're trying to make. Well, uh, unfortunately,
2: they never say that, and that's why I always disagree with that statement. Yeah. Because huh. I, I agree that it is very difficult to be clean because you're, you're already,
1: before you make the joke, putting these restrictions on it. Also, But that's also their natural gift and it's like the difference between if you watch like a great basketball player playing and the analyst is like see the way he uses his body to shield the defender and yeah. now he has easy layup but then you interview the actual player and the player's like i just worked my heart out i just got to the hole and yeah. it's like oh he doesn't know how he got there but but these guys i would say the problem you're having with them being the clean superior guys is like they don't even exactly know The reason why it's so genius, but they just like it's in it. It is a little challenging. I just think it's an insult to
2: comics that have a a dirty joke, which is a lot. (laughs) Yeah,
1: well, (laughs) a lot of comedians
0: having now spent a little time on the road and performed for other audiences. I will say that. Uh, dirty comedy works. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it works. It's amazing to me that I'll do I'll do a bit that I think is really funny and it's it's clever and it's clean, and then I'll go a little dirty in the next joke, and they explode. And I'm just like, and it's to me, it's not even that funny, right? Uh-huh. But because I, their their line for what taboo is is so, so much closer to clean than mine, right? It evokes a much larger response,
1: right? Yeah. Well, I didn't even think about that. That's something that's really interesting. Is like when dirty comedy like what the bar is for dirty when they want it Mm -hmm. but they don't they're not exposed to any of it i liked what you just said there which like you don't they're like oh boobs Ah, 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 boobs. i liked it and all of us did well (laughs) i know a
2: guy that and i've followed this took a clean comedian out of his bio because there's people out there that will Love, Follow you and love you Only because you're clean Which mm. is something I don't want mm. I don't want someone to I've had people come up and go Thank you for being clean I'm like Yeah you never said I was funny though
1: You just Yeah, no. yeah. you like
0: oh, That was a very relieving performance. You should have right. You
1: should say <laughs> They should say Thank you for being clean And then you should say Fuck you for being a, <laughs> a pussy <laughs> I've
3: definitely
2: said it
1: i definitely said it with my face
2: And <laughs> So he took Queen out of his bio and then he started doing, he got booked on every show mm. and he's on shows where everyone wasn't Queen and there was dirty comedy and there was a mix of this and that. He was doing way better. Mm-hmm. He was killing as hard as the dirty comics. Is because that an a,
0: argument for it's superior because it's harder so maybe it trains you a little bit better? Because that's you. You've said that. The, yeah. That it, it
2: ups your game. I think it ups your game because, you, like I said before, you make the, even make the joke. You already put these restrictions on yourself. Mm-hmm. I can't do this or this or this. So I have to up my silliness angles, and I have to up the fantasy angles, and and this this misdirection. There's everything's got to be a little bit stronger.
0: That. Mm-hmm feeds into a creative truism that i got from john stewart which is that limits create make creativity happen yes that the format of the daily show was absolutely set in stone yes they had to do it within the limits of that show and they didn't deviate from it and the reason and people would ask him why don't you do this that or this other segment he's like because limits make people be creative yes mm. i love th- i love
1: that I've that's never heard great. that and I, I that is amazing. We've talked about this at length, the idea when um when people stop using the the hard F word, uh faggot like as like a social or like as I a I like fun- how
2: you said that and I went to the other one. Which one? Fuck. <laughs> yeah, <that's, laughs> I, what would the soft F word be? I don't have a soft F word. <laughs> They're all hard, friends. Friend. Oh, don't even get me started. You could on a say friend.
1: who really sucked at comedy by who got mad that that was being taken away from them. And It's like how unfunny are you? Then you can't say faggot. Your comedy career is ruined. Like, okay,
2: that, I, I couldn't agree with you more. Yeah, uh, if you have, if you're only funny because you're hitting the shock words, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, then I I would challenge you to put the limits of being clean on you because. You, I think you need to, I've heard this, I wish I could remember who, if you learn how to be queen and be funny, then you're going to kill if you have a dirty joke mm-hmm. because you're only putting in what's dirty when it needs to be there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I think unnecessary swear words are Just adding time between your it's it's ruining word economy. It takes too much time from your setup to your punchline. If you're saying uh, like I like how I just uh, almost swore and then stopped myself uh, because we're talking about Queen so much. If you're cursing, does the curse really need to be there? Is it heightening your your emotion? Oh, Oh, I got it. Does it serve? If it doesn't serve, there's no reason to have it in there, Uh in my opinion. And so far, it's never served me. Mm. Uh, I think
1: I don't think it ever will. I it uh, you, might well, not. Well, well, yeah. You, I won't. I won't tell you. I won't say the joke. But right. you have a joke Appreciate that it. you won't say the joke. <laughs> yeah. But you have a joke that you were t- talking to me about where oh, yeah. you say a, a dirty word. It is, it is dirty. dirty. It is dirty, Stephen. It is dirty. It's dirty. But I think the way you said you wrote that joke. In that joke, part of the setup is I'm so nice and clean and a, and a, like a good-hearted. I don't right. want to offend anyone. That's part of the setup, and then you say the word. I see a contrast ca- there. There's yes. a contrast, and that's that does work. And that almost it almost the joke hinges on you being clean. Yes, and then you just dip out of it for a hot second. Yes, and it's so funny to Thank hear the you. joke, and it really bums me out that you won't say it. But uh, I, but anyway, I can, I can do it. Uh, but it's—I mean, we're not in a we
2: can edit it out if, if we had an audience you know i'd feel more comfortable here what's it? a
0: better audience than comedians <laughs>
2: yeah. dude seriously we can That's edit right. it out every time i'm at a mic i'm like i'm so glad there's no regular
1: people here we can edit it out and if you want to keep the story in, then we can just bleep we'll out up, the sure, word sure that sounds I'll tell
2: good you the, so what do we want the story first or let's, the joke let's first? let's
0: soundbite it um What dumb shit do you want to fucking say to us now?
1: What? 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 I I actually think it's better if we keep it in the way I told him to gear Uh, up for it. Because then you see his neurosis. Uh,
2: (laughs) So I just met my... God. Uh, (laughs) I I I just met my girlfriend's family. And immediately they all were saying I was too nice. But how are you supposed to get a group of people's approval... While somehow Simultaneously being a bad person (laughs) <laughs> like I'm supposed to walk in, like wow, what a lovely home for a bunch of cocksuckers. <laughs> and then there's tags, but like
1: <laughs> you didn't even want to do the. Rest I think of I say it.
2: I'm still working on it, but it's like uh, I would stay for dinner, but I don't want to be seen with you bitches. So it's like the
1: worst is cocksucker, in <laughs> and it. it's even funnier that you don't sound natural cursing. Well, that's yeah. the thing with None me. of those sound uh, like a people cursing. That's why I don't you bitches. Yeah, like. I need, and even that is <laughs> I me. love
0: I love I love I love your daughter so much she has enriched my life to such a degree. I love her, especially her pussy. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Well done. Yeah. Well done. Is it is yeah. that inherited? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. God damn it, man! Your uh, my guffa's got quite an asshole. Uh, <laughs> uh, the present the presentation is unbelievable. You know,
0: you know, this home is so clean and tidy. One might say anal. Am I right, honey?
2: <laughs> <laughs> she knows what I'm talking about when we high-five. Yeah. <laughs> she won't you, let me try it. You smack uh, her on her rear. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. that Yeah. So it's been fun figuring out that <laughs> joke. But even rear. when I wrote it, I'm like, I have to curse. For this joke to be as funny as it can be, I have to curse. So I went through the options, and that's when I realized a swear works and i think when you're like when the swear serves got it it yeah it has to be justified to you i'm very got you it. you hit a word for me
0: justifying mm-hmm. is very important to me mm-hmm. is this have to be here and that feeds into word economy too i like you said i never considered that angle of it that yeah. that um having extra uh, swears mm-hmm. in your in yeah, your I like act, how you that.
2: <laughs> That's how I refer to them
0: that are unnecessary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, then you end up with that's. It's like why? What? Right. Like you're actually making the joke longer and again, um, increasing the distance between your yeah. setup and your punchline and all that. I never. It never even uh, occurred to me. That's awesome. Yeah. How does working clean affect your writing process?
2: I like to free write before I I work on jokes. And when I free write, if I'm angry about something, really passionate about something, uh, I'll notice a swear will come in here or there. But that's if I'm like outraged or furious, Uh, and that never really makes it to the stage because I like to, because I work on it and created something out of that feeling. Ah, so you let it all out in its
0: um, uh, unbridled form yeah. no no attempts to be funny right and then you come back to it and you go like what is the emotional truth i'm getting at here right or, or yeah or what actually what is the next step for you after free writing for me it's like uh
2: man I, this came up a lot i really i really feel something about this because mm-hmm. it's constantly coming up in free writes or uh i st- i stayed on this topic quite a bit when I'm just writing getting everything Ooh, I lo- out really. I love this this is interesting Yeah uh finally <laughs> See that's the only. See Brian would never make that joke. That's the downfall of being queen. It takes me forever to be interesting.
3: Uh, <laughs> that's don't, funny. Uh,
0: don't spark it up with uh, shit. And uh, okay, so uh, how dare you? So you from free writing, then you look at it and you go, okay, uh, what keeps coming up? I clearly have some sort of strong emotion about yeah. this. Yeah,
2: and then uh, then I'll then I'll I'll. But then, when I'm, I'm like, all right, got my premise. I got my premise. I got my angle. I, I follow that. Uh, uh, emotions are always behind every joke I do. There's always an emotion there. Um, and do you explicitly identify it for yourself? I, th- I think so. Maybe not. I, I'm still learning. Like. Uh, you know, it took me this long to become interesting. Imagine how long it takes me to, ex- a- to acknowledge a feeling. A- acknowledge a feeling.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm smiling
3: right now and it's making me uncomfortable. So. <laughs> I think it doesn't super
0: embarrassing. No. Uh, so I, uh, when, I, when I first started, I was like, okay, all right. Um, I, uh, I I've got to. I really want to get down to the feeling of each joke. Yeah. And me being like, everything goes to the intellectual filter for me. Uh, yeah. uh, And and so I'm like, all right. Well, let's make sure we get real specific. So I downloaded this thing called the Feeling Wheel. Oh boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's th- that identifies like primary emotions and secondary emotions yeah. and tertiary emotions. And then I'd go through it and I'd go through the joke and I'd be like, where on the Feeling Wheel is the, <laughs> oh. <laughs> And weirdly enough, didn't make it funnier. Wow.
2: <laughs> you mean the thing that. They showed a serial killers, and they're like, <laughs> "How do you think your victim your victim felt?" <laughs> <laughs> points, <laughs> a few points with their finger that he's. <laughs> <was like>, ah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't swear, really. In life, mm-hmm. I don't really. It, I feel it, when I say it, people laugh when I swear, and it's the emotion never comes across because it's so funny to hear. For some reason. When it comes out of me, it's like a noise to them. It's not the word or the interesting. Feeling.
1: It's like you burped or something.
0: Yes, or it's like, like a, you're mimicking swears. Yes,
2: it's like a kid. A kid just heard it and he can't wait to say it. <laughs> say "cunt," please. <laughs>
0: just, do Come on.
1: just do it. Just do it.
2: Just just say. Did I ever tell you my girlfriend played and yeah, I? Play, good start. Good start. Yeah. Go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, you know. Speaking of, uh, no, uh, my girlfriend and I play this game where we're in the car. And she has, if she has road rage, she can't help herself. She's just curses like madness. I love that. And the game <laughs> is I have to repeat it. <laughs> and then she just laughs and laughs because it's Aww. so funny. So, uh, cunt. <laughs> uh, see, it just doesn't... I'm uncomfortable. Cunt. And it doesn't get across the thing. So, because I don't swear in real life, uh, it's that restriction, that limit is already there. Mm-hmm. So then the joke... Those limits are, uh, they're not limits to me uh, as far as, uh, r- as being a comedian. They're just these built-in limits as me as a person. So it's naturally clean when I write. Even in the dirtiest thing, I, it becomes cleaner just by me writing. Clean is part
0: of your self-expression, yeah, actually. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. I code switch. Like, okay. Uh, because um, I come from a conservative background. My parents are pretty conservative. So I don't, I will, I'll slip them in every now and then because I like to watch them get a little uncomfortable. Yeah. But like, yeah. But Provide it, an
1: example. I'd like to see an example.
0: Um, yeah. I'll, I'll be like, uh, I'll be like, um, mom, nice cunt today. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> this is literally the worst thing I could think of. <laughs> uh, no, no, like, okay. So the, that's editing out. That's for really? sure. No, yeah. you edit out no.
2: mine,
1: please. <laughs> I've been squirming since I said it. <laughs> No, repeat both we'll of them we'll the see. whole episode. Yeah. Uh, loop. The that's front. the new intro song. Yeah. there's just an echo, and it's just even saying "cunt." Yeah, like cunt, I put a reverb on it, cunt,
0: cunt, cunt, <laughs> like karaoke. Cunt, 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 cunt. No, just I'll be telling stories, and I will tell the story to my parents differently than I would tell it to my friends. Uh, right? I'm gonna I'm gonna edit it down a little bit for them. Right. Uh, there are certain topics they I know they don't want to know. Yeah. Uh, and and so it makes me wonder if like. If I, if I did try to adjust my act as though I were telling it to my parents, if I could then, because I have the skill, clearly, I I still make my parents laugh. I still make people in that realm laugh and I don't, I'm not doing it by being dirty. So it makes me wonder if like I could, it's still an expression of of part of me to, to be clean because I haven't really tried. Being you is the most important thing. I would agree.
2: So that, I think that's what I'm trying to find out is I don't think I'm always going to be squeaky I don't I'm not I don't even think I'm squeaky clean I think I'm just vaguely clean and I don't think I'll always be that way uh, I'm oh talking my God, about. I uh, want that to
0: be the review of your first special. It's vaguely clean. Vaguely clean's a great, t- it's a, great yeah, it's title. a great title. Oh man,
2: I like it. I was actually just talking about STDs, but uh, uh, <laughs> sorry, uh, not much chlamydia here. Wow, almost I mean, undetectable. Very vague. Uh, very, very vague herpes. Uh, <laughs> Um, Minor flare-up, but yeah, I think uh, maybe I'll swear once in a while. Like Ray Romano is one of my favorite comics. He, I think he swears a little bit. In he his does. Latest. He does in his latest. Yeah, and uh, I think it's something along those lines. It's got to. It's got to matter. It's got to be a part of the joke. It can't be unnecessary.
0: I, I like that. I think it's a good. Um, I, I like that a lot, actually. Just that that yeah. rule. Of, like, does it serve? Yeah. Because honestly, shouldn't that be every part of your joke? Of course. <laughs> I wanted to talk about just clean subject matter, sure, because I think that's really interesting. Not just the swear words; it's 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 almost clearer. Oh, or not almost. It is clearer, of course. Um, So let's talk about the fuzzy subject matter. What subject matter do you um, stay away from? Out of just just naturally,
2: I think it's what's going to cause a change in the overall vibe of the room. If I like rape, will probably never be <laughs> if, talked if about. If you it. rape,
3: yeah, it will. <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> I mean, look, Cosby yeah. couldn't even cover it, so <laughs> and, and
3: he was an
0: expert.
2: Yeah, yeah. So I don't find, I don't see myself ever making light of it or ever making jokes about it mm-hmm. because what happens
1: in the dark.
0: Right. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds
1: (laughs)
2: like another expert. Yeah. Uh,
0: (laughs) By the way, I was thinking, like, why do I make so many Cosby jokes? And I think it's just because it hurts so bad. Oh And he did that Yeah it's just It's so painful I looked up to him so much I, yeah. I even like wrote a letter I never sent to him Like, uh, like, like Because he was the He's first He's probably you
1: writing could... back These
0: days Yeah <laughs> He probably yeah.
1: has time yeah. <laughs> He was
0: the first stand-up comedian. He was so clean It was it made it through The filter of my parents Of mm. the of, yeah. of religion Of Montana All of that And I Like my, my cousin Introduced it to me And we, we, I laughed And laughed And laughed Then th- Through most of my life I was just like Oh Cosby man And so like That's why I think to me, I, I make so many jokes. It's so just like still painful. Someone
1: yeah. was talking about it was it was Chris Rock told Neil Brennan. Neil Brennan said this on a podcast, which I never knew because I didn't really listen to any of his stand-up. I'd seen the Cosby show. But they, they were he, Chris Rock was saying that Bill Cosby was so fucking good. You think about how good Richard Pryor's yeah. it was. Everyone is doing Pryor. Bill Cosby was so good, no one even tried to do Cosby. Yeah. Right. The only person yeah. that did was Pryor, <laughs> and right. then couldn't do it because he was so I, Yeah, I, I just wondered, like, why do I make? I make these jokes all the time,
0: and I was like, oh, it's not because I like rape jokes. I don't you hate him, but like, it was because. Yeah, I, I hate the guy now. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah.
1: I, I, he betrayed uh, you. It's, <laughs> he, betrayed he betrayed
2: a lot of people. Uh, all of us, <laughs> over a, fifty people. <laughs> oh. It's a subject that makes me very angry. So, and I'll never to, there's a point of anger where you're never coming back. Mm. There's no way to make it funny. Mm. You are just outraged. And obviously many people are, and many people are uncomfortable and many people don't want to hear from it. So why would, for me, that's a challenge that I, uh, that someone else would gladly take. It's not something
0: I'm... Oh, yeah. So, this is a perfect example of a topic you would never bring it's up. It's a topic I'll never tackle. Right. Uh, I'd be very surprised if and, I didn't. And so, for you, there's like a... You're thinking about like, how do I want this room to feel?
2: Yeah, I, I'm... i You know, it's a perfect... Another thing, it's me being me. I want everyone to be comfortable. And if, it's, if they're uncomfortable, I'm uncomfortable. Also, if they're comfortable, I'm probably still uncomfortable. But... Uh, I'm trying to, let's, yeah, I'm trying to avoid the things that make them. Ch- uh, I'm trying to create this show and control this show how it goes. And if I put in a subject where I'm going to lose control, mm. uh,
0: that's a challenge you really got to be prepared for to, yeah. to, to stir it back. Whereas I'm, as you're saying this, I'm like actually like looking at it going, oh okay, this is why I, I enjoy benign discomfort yeah i don't like when it genuinely spills oh i hate i don't want to hurt anybody but i but i i definitely like seeing people get a little uncomfortable and then we're leaving it
2: oh yeah um, i'll do that yeah. but if it's like if there's certain topics where you're like i'm gonna totally change somebody's opinion of me and there's no coming back mm. it's your hot button issues like politics religion mm-hmm. and and uh stuff along those lines Right, right, yeah. right. So I avoid that stuff unless I find something where I'm like this is worth it. And I haven't found anything worth it yet.
1: I can't be the kind of comedian that if I have a setup that sounds offensive objectively and I know it's going to be okay by the end of it, I I will I will never be okay with keeping them upset and like really grinding it in. Yeah. I some actually people are too. Yeah. Some people are. Yeah. And some people, I think it's, I think they're from Boston. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't think my, I don't think my Southern roots let me do it. Um, I found myself being like, because like, like it's going, it's hang going on, the other way. Hang on guys. Like, yeah. No, but not like not like, like I, I just, I feel First of all, I don't feel it's in my personality to, uh, like, try to hurt someone's feelings or try to upset someone in that way. I'm there. But I do think it's funny to kind of playfully do it with a smile. Yes. Yeah. But then sure. I'm like, because. Yeah. <laughs> but I've noticed that about myself. I don't, I can't be the villain in a I, joke. We were talking about
2: justifying. I think that's where I come from with topics in <laughs> Queen. Like, I will probably tackle the subject of uh, disabilities because my mom has one. And I've been raised by someone with a disability. So it affects me. I can justify why I'm willing to talk about this and have opinions about it because it's affected my life. If I, I think if I can justify the topic and why I brought it up, then I'm fine. Mm-hmm. And it still will be clean, probably. But that's why I feel like this is okay for me to talk about, if I can justify it.
3: Come on.
0: let's talk about sex. Let's talk a little bit about Steven. Steven, thanks oh for boy. coming on the show. Thank you for having me. You're originally from Syracuse, right? Yes. And I went to school up there. Yeah, you guys have something in common. Yeah, yeah. you you done bonding? Great. So the, <laughs> <laughs> um, and it says in your official bio oh God. That, that you've been making others laugh for most of your life. Right. I've had a short life. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, first 16-year-old we've had on the show. Uh, <laughs> um, and Thanks did, for the beer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, so And you were you were just on Colbert this year.
2: Yes. Yeah. How was that? Uh, it was amazing. A dream come true. And in all sincerity, I've wanted to be on Late Night since I saw it. Yeah. That's why I wanted to be a comic. I'm like, I love Late Night. How really? old were you yeah. when you saw it? Uh, or, like, wanted to be a comic, whatever way you want to put that. Definitely so young, eight. Wow. Or yeah, my dad would play, my parents would play, like, I think it was Letterman or, or maybe Carson Reruns, because I uh-huh. think he retired around when I was born or a little bit after. And uh, I would watch late nights. Dangerfield is in my memory, uh, Ray Romano, Regan, Ellen. And then I watched Wendy Liebman one time. And I'm like, oh and everybody I watched was clean from the beginning. So mm-hmm. I think that affected me. And so. are your parents clean? My mom They live is, in
1: Syracuse, dude. <laughs> my mom is like
2: the opposite of clean. Oh, she shit. is the dirtiest if she was a comic, she'd be like Rickles and oh God. I don't know. Well, Rickle's is is clean. You're like the so inverted rebel. My mom, a... mom is a sailor of a woman, That's and I awesome. love everything of about
0: course, that. Of course, of course. That is so funny. And you're because...
1: dating a sailor of a comedian, oh. <laughs> yeah. which is awesome. Yeah. Call her mom. Is that okay? No. <laughs> uh, yeah. That okay?
0: Only, we say well, that?
1: Well, We have a game where we do that. But yeah, uh, mommy play. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait. What did you ask me? Is it okay that is that? Oh, I just said Caitlin Palufo is your girlfriend. Oh Mama, yeah, we as can as talk about that. No, we don't have to talk. I just mentioned it. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. We're yeah. not going to talk about it, okay? Uh, thank God. Enough yeah. of her. We don't <laughs> want to bring up an interesting comedian.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let her outshine me again. I'm a girthy girl.
1: <laughs> I'm a, Is I'm that Brian Regan it. doing Kit <laughs> with Blue <Lufo>? Phone? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a girthy girl. <laughs> I'm a girthy girl. There's kathleen Right uh, in the front. <laughs> Your mom
0: is is uh, is, is, tells it is like dirty. It is. She tells it like it is. She's like she's sailor mouth. She
2: loves dirty comedy. She likes. I, I'm very grateful. My parents go to all the shows that I'm doing nearby. Mm-hmm. They love uh, coming out and seeing, they're very supportive. But my mom cries. I know I've got something. Your if mom my mom's heckles, crying, laughing. Uh, she great. usually loves dirty comedy. Uh-huh.
3: Oh, I love that. Yeah, she great. cries, oh, laughing yeah. at your if clean get my pussy mom- shit. And, <laughs> and, yeah. and and Harrison has yeah. the, that's amazing, dude. You yeah. have the
0: opposite uh, scenario. Yeah. This is interesting. This is a demonstration of how clean is so much more accessible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, Because like both Harrison's mom and my parents are yeah. like it's a struggle for them to accept what we joke about. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, whereas for you You don't have to Clean anything up Like no, no. Right and, But she already loves Dirty comedy but Yes she's...
1: I so, just imagine your mom Heckling you like Talk about eating ass Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Talk about your dick yeah.
2: I'm <laughs> like Mom you've seen it What yeah. does that
0: matter
1: <laughs> <laughs> when I was changing In your house
0: Today Yesterday uh, <laughs> <laughs> fuck. So So um And your mom Harrison has Clean comedy rules What are oh, the three
1: She has a th- She has a very Ooh. Strict blueprint Of how you must do comedy Uh <laughs> No crotch humor, okay. Wow. Specifically, not dick jokes. Crotch humor. Wow. Um, uh, was it uh, no gay voice? <laughs> which okay. I still I will never know exactly what she means by that. I was like, I don't do like a gay voice in my act. She's like, you know, you do, and I, you better stop. And I was like, I'm I never... think she's asking if you are gay.
3: <laughs> <laughs> she
1: might be. And then uh, no racial stuff, and I'm okay. like, I am like, which. I've broken all of those rules in my except for gave So if you were
0: like, I love black cock,
1: <laughs> that is <sad. laughs>
0: Your mom would be like, no, I didn't raise you like this. What a
1: strong uh, opening joke. I, I did... <laughs> Oh, fuck. Well, I did do racial voice, but that was just racial Barack's impression. Wow. Wait, Wait, Barack you were, they, were they gay? <laughs> no, they were Barack. <laughs> racial, like, no, know was just Barack Obama, but he's yeah. just a different race.
0: Uh, you also opened for Brian Regan. Yes. I would love to hear how that came to be.
1: I was in
2: Jamestown, New York, which is even smaller than home. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I was doing the, the Lucy Ball Comedy Festival, which uh, is now home of the National Comedy Center. It's amazing festival. It's so fun. And, like, I was, like, all I heard about when I was starting in Syracuse, that's all I've heard about. So I finally get to do the festival, and I go, and and it's great because they bring, like, headlining comics, like big-time comics. And the main headliner of that festival that year, there was three. It was Louis Black, Trevor Noah, and Brian Regan. Mm-hmm. And that night, uh, Brian was performing. And you get to go to the shows for free if you're on the the festival. Mm-hmm. So I got to see him live. It was the first time I ever got to see him live. And then they cater it so everyone can go to all the shows if they want to. So I, I didn't get to see him finish, but I ran over to my show. And the show hadn't started yet. And I thought I was late. And I would go to one of the interns. And I'm like, what's going on? They're like, well, we're kind of holding the show right now. And everyone's scrambling. I'm like, what's, what's really going on? They're like, well, Brian Regan showed interest in watching the show. So we're kind of holding the show. And then I'm like sweating immediately because I don't want him to see me at yeah. all. I don't, want it. I don't want to perform in front of him. And I'm first. And uh, the ho- they, don't, they can't hold it any longer because it's sold out. The host goes up and I'm like, I might be fine. He might miss me. Oh, cool. And then I see a guy come in and set up two three chairs and I'm like, "Oh boy." <laughs> and uh, I hear, "All right, your first, your next comic, please welcome Stephen Rogers." And as I'm walking, I see Brian come in and sit down, and then I have to go on stage. And I do 20 minutes, and the whole time my girlfriend at the time was taking pictures of me. It's a very wide room, uh-huh. and the whole time I'm only facing Brian. <laughs> The whole time, I can't see him. It's so dark in there. So I kind of scan a little bit, but every picture she took, I'm facing where I knew he was sitting. And I'm trying to subtly see if he's laughing because at that point, I'm like, I just want to make my hero laugh. If I get a laugh out of him, that's going to set me for the rest of the year. I'll feel so great. It'll give Mm -hmm. me this. I have no confidence, so it'll feel good. And I got flustered on stage because I was so nervous uh, that usually my set has... You know everything feeds into each other; mm-hmm. it makes sense. Yeah, the there's... rhythm works, and all that. This is like if you shuffled an album; like <laughs> it didn't make. Oh, I'm doing. There's a callback in this.
0: I didn't do that joke
2: yet, and it's like, and it was all over the place. And then he must they, have known. Nobody knew, and then and because that came up after, people were like, "Oh, thank God you didn't know he was here." I'm like, "No, I knew the whole time, and it was terrifying." Mm. Uh, so thankfully, nobody knew except my. Family, because they've seen me a hundred times. That's very funny. So there's a huge screen where they show a picture of the comic that's currently on stage if you want to follow them on Twitter or whatever. Yeah. And I was wearing the same shirt as I was in the picture, so I looked at the the screen. I'm like, I just want everybody to know I I own more than one shirt. That's fine. And I got an applause break, and that's all I needed to get myself back mm. to mm-hmm. where I'm going. Oh, perfect. Yeah. And then I get off stage. I ended well. I get off stage, and I'm sweating. And I hit stop on my recorder, and I look up, and Brian had gotten up from his chair, and he was standing right in front of me, and he's like, "That was that was great." And he shook shook my hand, and I said, "Oh, now here's a thing." Uh, you'll n- both know this because you're comedy fans. He said, "You did a great job," and he didn't know I saw him earlier when I said, "You too." So I said, "You too" to the oh, man oh, that known wrote for the YouTube, YouTube bit. yeah, yeah. And he laughed at at it, uh-huh. and I, I was like, "Ah, oh, no, I, I saw you earlier," and then <laughs> he went, he was like, <laughs> and then he went and sat down, and then later he came up to me and said. That was a great job. Uh, wish you the best of luck. And I never thought I would hear from him again. And a month later,
0: uh, his manager reached out. Wow. That's and awesome. And that's been three years now. Wow. That's
1: fucking so cool. So
0: cool. Yeah. To be honest, like, the only reason you're on here is to have him on this podcast later. <laughs> So let's get into that. No, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I, that's such a cool story, man. That yeah. that stuff doesn't, like, happen very often.
1: I'm I love the totally, YouTube totally coming to life as the way you met him. Yeah. One of his most seminal bits. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah and the you YouTube kinda, guy. You, yeah. You, like, quoted his
0: punchline to him on accident. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh,
2: I don't know if he even knows... If we've talked about that, but yeah, you gotta talk to him. Can about I ask? That.
0: Does he does, does he coach you? Does he give you feedback? Like,
2: how I, does how does that relationship work? Uh, it's the best. He's a mentor and like a really good friend. Um, I would say it's the. I'm so blessed. It's so mm-hmm. crazy to be like literally. He is coaching, but he's not, and it's like so natural because mm-hmm. we I'm never. I don't want to be the guy that's like hey can you tell me how to do this what do i what's my next step for this yeah. blah, blah, blah. i want to just absorb every single second i have of this because i never know when it's going to be over yeah uh so i try to uh just and i i try to make sure i do that with all headliners i work with you i'm not don't use your headliner to to get to where they are learn from them by just being in the moment and enjoying it mm-hmm. and if they're not talking about comedy don't force it on him. Yeah. So we'll talk about everything. And I've learned a lot of a lot of everything with him. The but he's been a mentor. I when my Colbert aired, I was with him. So I was watching it with I love this story. (laughs) It was terrifying. Uh, (laughs) But yeah, so he's been there for me in the highs and lows of my life. Didn't you say he asked the tour manager or the tour bus? He
1: had the tour tour bus driver pull over so we could watch. That's like the sweetest thing I've Uh, ever heard. Yeah, He's like, I I love... That he is, and this is what I've heard from other people that met him. As and you spent extensive time with him, like he's the real deal in terms of being a sweetie pants. The man has changed my life, and I will thankfully everybody knows that he's
2: great. Yeah, uh, because I will die on that hill. Yeah, yeah, uh, he's he's as nice, even nicer than you think, and he's as great
1: of a con. Seeing him live is extraordinary. You told me once. When we were having just a regular conversation after yeah. a show, we were all we were all having drinks and just like a few comics and we we're all kind of having our own conversations. Yeah. And you and I were having a conversation and you were talking to me about Brian. And then you said if Brian were here and you can change Oh no, this is fine. Yeah uh, if Brian were here, he would be concerned that not everyone is getting to talk equally with each other and he'd make sure everyone gets to be in the same conversation yeah. and gets the same time to talk. We're all I we're think
2: all, that's so sweet. It's a, it's a we're all equal mentality. So uh, especially in so mainly in social interactions is where this comes up. Uh He'll talk to. We'll like have this conversation for a while. I'll say we're at a huge party, and he'll be like, "All right, this is great, but I, I, feel, I got to make sure I everybody I say hello to this person or mm-hmm. talk to this person, so they know that they're
0: as uh, as important."
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, so, I've heard him on uh, on podcasts, and his philosophy behind why he is clean, yes, is really beautiful. It, it was he had some. Um, he had a show in Florida that somebody, it just hurt, it hurt somebody's feelings somehow, and they came up and talked to him about it, and he, it just, it hit him so hard, he was like, I don't ever want that. Mm-hmm. I don't want that to be part of my, mm. my comedy. I want, um, I don't want to hurt people with the entertainment that I provide. Of course. And so he, he well, you say, of course, but there's a, there's a very different school of thought um, that I think is somewhat equally valid, which is that if you're not offending like 10% of the audience, you're not on the cusp, you're not pushing, um, uh, ideas. You're not like, you're not exploring new, uh, territory. Right. Um, because the newness of it or the, 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 boundary pushing alone is going to offend some people. Right. So I've, I, I see the value in both of those things. Yeah, I do too. I agree with you. I, uh, I like I subscribe
2: to his, but I do agree with 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 the other because the other I think you're finding original bits mm-hmm. if you're if you're stinging the people a little bit. But I, I do if I were to do that, like I have some bits where I talk like, a, you know, that might go into areas that people don't want to hear about. But uh you have the I'll give them that safety net of, hey, this is going to be a clean mm-hmm. joke. You're not going to get the detail that you're already afraid I'm going to bring up. Uh-huh. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So I do, I do like the idea of not hurting anybody's feelings, but really I can't control that also. And I think I surrender to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I try to. This is what
0: makes me just like really respect him is that he has a, a code. He has a philosophy yes. that drives his action. And yeah. he, from what I can see and from what hearing you say, he lives by that code to the best of his ability. And I love that. Oh, yeah. He,
2: if you want to look at dedication or structure or uh, just follow, you know, uh, discipline, you look at that man. Mm -hmm. Uh, He knows what he wants and knows what he believes in with his comedy. And he, and that's all you're going to, you're going to get what he wants you to get. Not what you're asking for. And it's going to fit those guidelines, at least it, from my experience. It's a
0: little—it's a little weird that you're touching yourself right now.
2: Well, like yeah, a, <laughs> I, 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 that's
0: wow. Okay, it's bringing I, back good memories.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> and I still haven't had that orgasm. Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> uh,
0: no, I love—I love that. I love yeah. that. Um, I just love that he's—he's he's true to that, and it—it it, it comes clear. By the way, uh, when I found out that he's the level of scripting that he does with his act, mm-hmm. I
2: was a little blown away. By the time I see, I see something different than other people do. What do you see? I see him try brand new stuff in front of people in a theater, mm-hmm. and uh, so I don't. I forget about the scripted stuff when he has the when he has the joke where he wants it. Yeah, you, it's hard to toss. It's hard to get him to shook up and him to change the way it is. Mm-hmm. But I've also never seen him write. That's his own. Business that's how how he does it is kind of strange is alien to me because we don't sit down and write together. uh-huh But we we'll, but do you, do you know has he described it to you? Uh, no, but we I only know of one way, and that's we sometimes we'll be talking and joking around, mm-hmm. and it's we'll be like, hey, you should try
0: that. And there's been some of that. Mm-hmm. That's all I've
1: seen for you or for both, both. of both. So that's said,
0: cool. He said on might have been the comedians comedian podcast, which is great podcast by the way, awesome. Uh, he said that he writes down V I S for visual. He writes. Oh, down, I've heard like, of that. Yeah, that he he, he 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 realized uh, like maybe a few years into his career, he's like, oh, I can treat this like a play. I agree a
2: hundred percent. I heard. I know Pryor did the same thing. He showed as much as he told. Brian has a lot of. Um, there's a lot of uh, folklore about him about how there's a lot of mis... Like, a lot of... Re- I've heard people... Oh, yeah, he only does this and this and this. I've never... This is what he said. This is... I've... There was something I brought up to him. When he does a radio show, he never repeats a joke that he did <laughs> on a different radio show. Oh, cool. So it's always something different. Uh-huh. And he laughed, and it's... You know, you don't want to... You don't want to dissect the man to his face, so I don't ask him questions like that. But... uh I have heard the visual thing and all that, and it's clear. He never practices faces. It's
0: all... Yeah, yeah, I've heard him say that. So, but he just does. Be in the he moment. does practice voices. He said, and he writes down which voice he wants to do. Yeah, uh, and he he says, and he'll he'll do blocking. Um, he said like he'll he'll do physical blocking of what he kind of what he wants to do. Okay, yeah, not like to the down to the like of, you know. Of course, but but that he he said he he treats it like a play and that that he realized he can he can script he can choreograph and script the whole thing out. I love that. I I,
2: <laughs> uh, I believe it because I've seen it. Um. And when I'm watching him, uh, I'll watch him do a brand new thing. One time I watched him do something we said in the green room mm-hmm. and just try it in front of an audience of 2,000 people, <laughs> brand new. Because yeah. he doesn't works.
0: really go to many open mics anymore.
2: No, yeah. It's just for some reason <laughs> he's busy. I don't, I don't
0: get it. I think that's
2: just, you know, he's slacking.
0: Uh, any other questions on this
1: before we move on? No, I very. I feel like a fraud though hearing his process. <laughs> <laughs> that is unbelievable.
0: Look, some people write shit down and some people are dumb.
1: Yeah. Like, <laughs> no, <laughs> no man, a lot of
0: really good comedians write on stage. It's 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 it's. No, I know.
1: Right. I ju- I just think the the way he performs. I'm like the fact that that's like a script. To that T, like the way his naturalism and I uh, just unbelievable.
2: He's a man that respects new stuff, too. Yeah. I know he loves that I do new stuff mm. uh, since I worked with him last. Like, I'll come up with, a, hey, this is the new thing I've been working on since I got back. Because there's some people who get that cushion mm-hmm. of, oh, I, I got 20 minutes. You're just going to hear the hits. Mm-hmm. And then I get to collect my check and
1: watch Brian Regan. He was like like a superstar comedian stand up comedian at a time where they were dishing out sitcom deals. And mm. it's interesting the way he's funny and what he makes fun of in, in himself seems like it would be ripe for a sitcom. And it's even so cool that he didn't even do that. He was just like, no, I'm just going to do awesome. Stand-up you're you're, you're shaking your head. Why?
2: Yeah. I think, uh, I talk about this with his tour manager all the time. Mm-hmm. Cause I, we love him. Uh, it's, talk about justifying and justice. More people should know who he is. And it's unfortunate that he didn't get a sitcom back in that time. Cause I think yeah. he would have ripped it. Oh my God. Brian and sitcom, but, uh, I, I bet you he wouldn't change anything because the people that come out, they're there for him. He's created this audience strictly on
0: standards Yes. And he he's I've heard him also say that he is he says I'm he say he goes I'm the most famous person within two miles of my show. I've seen it happen. And then and then the moment he leaves, no one knows who he is. I've seen and it. To me, that's the perfect fame.
1: Yeah. It's perfect. Yes. He is in the sweet spot of fame, like you yeah. we were just saying. Like It's like, if he had that sitcom, maybe they'd be like, uh, uh, what's the bit we're just talking about? Oh, no, you too. Man, uh, man on the moon. Yeah. Hey, man on the moon. And then it's just like, okay, okay. He doesn't really have to deal with that. No. No, he, he doesn't, and and his fans are diehards. I mean, yeah, the people that he do that do yell "Man
2: on the Moon" or whatever. I bet you he walks right over to them and says hello.
1: Yeah, he and, would have had to take a wow. trip to Africa really? if, it, if he had got oh, that.
0: That to me is also just like that. He has that level of benevolence. He's that, courteous and he cares yeah. about his fans, and
2: and he takes care of his openers and everyone. Uh, Every theater we do, we'll walk in and he'll shake everybody's, uh, the, the people
1: behind the scenes. Concessions, stuff uh, like that.
2: Yeah. Uh, anybody that we meet that's working for the theater and at the theater before the show starts and when we do the walkthrough. Hello, that's so I'm cool. Brian. Nice to meet you. Thank you for doing this. Yeah. What a leader. Yeah. He is, it's a, it's a uh, whatever you want to call it, a mold that I want to fit into as far as treating people that are running your show
0: and making your show possible. So you, they are part of it. Amazing training. It's uh, great. A, incredible to, to see how somebody who's worked it out to that degree, who does it without being an asshole. Yeah. Um, who it goes in fact, the other direction, yeah. um, and has solid principles about, um, who he wants to be as a human being. And you have yeah. to like literally be next to that. That's, a, that's a gift that most people don't ever get. Oh yeah. It's really cool. Yeah. He, he's a, Do you call him dad?
2: Uh, You know, (laughs) uh, when I only when I introduce him on stage, Uh, (laughs) give it up for my dad, give it up
0: for my father, (laughs) and he's like, "Please stop." (laughs) Come on, That's that's the end of part one of this episode on clean comedy with Stephen Rogers. Part two will be out soon. We listen to some bits by Ismo Lycola, by Nate Bargazzi, by Steven himself. We even listen to his Colbert set. Also, I'm doing a bunch of stuff. I'm learning video editing so I can add a video component to this. I'm adding in some chapters to the episodes. I'm going to redo the website, and I am implementing a newsletter. So head over to letstalkaboutsets.com. Sign up there. I've been working with a developer for a couple of months, so it's going to probably launch i don't know sometime in i'm thinking october or november but i'd love to start collecting emails now so that i'm not emailing to nobody
3: Let's talk about sets, Let's talk about- sets!